again to the PLP podcast with your hero, your savior, your star, the man of the hour, the man with the plan, Carlos D. And this is your girl, Christy. Dusty uh, Boots. Dusty who? Dusty Boots. Whatever. Don't be hating. This is your girl, Christy. I know y'all missed me. Welcome back to the PLP podcast, episode number 41. Oh, you got bars. I, got I didn't know bars. you could flow like that. You know, it, it don't have to rhyme all the time. You know, you got you to gotta keep them guessing. Anyway, before we begin, you can always find us at Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts, and wherever you find great podcasts. You can like us on the Instagram at the POP Podcast, and send us emails to the POP Podcast at gmail.com. We haven't had any emails lately, so unfortunately, nothing to share on that end. Except we yeah. have getting a whole bunch of emails from the DMV, the Black Restaurant Week, because I had signed up for the little mailing list. So they email us from time to time, but nobody else. But I mean, why you ignored it? We ain't even go. We ain't even go. But we get plenty of love on uh, Instagram, so thank y'all for the likes and... The DMs here and there, the views on the little, uh, little, the story application. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We see you, and thank you for seeing us. So, what's going on with you? In Jesus' name, we pray. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing. Just getting back into another quality show. You like to say episode forty-one? Getting older and older, almost to the two-year anniversary of when. We started this beautiful show. And for people who are new to the show, this show is about two people who are friends. Sometimes they like each other. Sometimes they hate each other. But they have vowed to be platonic life partners and commit their lives to each other no matter what. Will this last now that Christy has a new boo-boo in her life? Who knows? Who knows? Should I, break the, uh, should I break the big news that you told me about your boo-boo? Or you want to keep no, that on the I don't know what you're talking about, but do you would you like to share stories about your personal life and your you know okay. what's going on with you? No, no. no. So you don't you don't you don't want me tell them about the first you told me about with your boo-boo? No, I do not. <laughs> no, that's what we're not gonna do. That's what we're not gonna do. Okay, okay. moving on. Moving on. So you, had, you said you had some shout-outs. So show, show people some love. Oh, so I just wanted to shout-out uh, the Crystal Clear podcast. That's one of the podcasts I do um, listen to whenever, you know, I get a chance. So she had been um, away for a little while, and her um, last episode, she was just keeping it real. Like, look, I didn't have time to do my podcast or maybe sometimes I just didn't feel like it and it was what it was and she wasn't like apologetic about it she was just like keeping it real and I I could just relate to that sometimes um and not even with the podcast but just in life and and making commitments and saying you're going to do things it's okay 
for me, what I got out of her, you know, that last message was, it's okay to change your mind and say no and to, you know, just do your own thing. You don't have to show up for everything and everybody. So, um, shout out to Crystal Clear um, and the podcast for that. Also, shout out to LeVar Burton Reed. That's one of my other favorite podcasts that I listen to. And he hadn't posted up a new uh, episode in a while. So, he put up a new um, reading today, matter of fact. So, I can't wait to jump into that one. But, yes, yes, shout out LeVar Crystal Clear. You got any? No, I don't care about anybody. Shout out to people that listen, that stay listening. That's all I can do, you know. I appreciate anybody that listen. That's all. What about off the clock? What about? I figured you wanted to shout out your friend, but never mind. Oh, my bad. I mean, shout him out. Uh, shout out to my man Trouble D. He is back doing podcasts on a semi-regular basis. But I, you know, I didn't have plans to shout him out. We did record an episode over the weekend, so hopefully that'll come out pretty soon. But yeah, shout out to him. It's always shout out to him. He uh, the one that got us started in the podcast game. So we can shout him out every week oh, if we really wanted to. But thank you for uh, trying to embarrass me. Uh, we're partners and we're trying to lift each other up. Okay? Whatever you say, Dusty Boots. Your mama. What are we talking about today? Well, you, you messed up the photo show. Let's go to our highly popular segment over overreaction or gnaw. Do you have any overreaction or gnaws this week? Because I don't have any. I'm The first time ever I'm unprepared for the show. Oh my gosh. Well, I have a couple. Um, one of them is really not. It's just a thing that I'm just like, well, no, it is. It is. But yeah, I have a couple. So I'll start. So you may have heard about this story. Um, it was a little girl, 10 years old in Ohio. She got suspended from school for bullying for the second time. And her father um, and her father made her walk to school in the cold as punishment. And so he posted a video of it online of, you know, the little girl walking to school and he was driving along behind her in the car. So some people were saying that that was, you know, the right way to handle the situation and others were applauding, you know, the father's efforts. But overall, some people were just kind of like disappointed or outraged that the father made the little girl walk to school as her punishment. And granted, it was a five-mile walk. Granted, it was the winter time. Um, but anyway, did you hear about that story? And, you know, what are your thoughts on it? Speak on it. I did not hear about that story, but I'm, I, I applaud the father, man. I, I'm guaranteed with some school, some some type of psychologist, a new wave person talking about something. That's not the appropriate way to discipline kids. You shouldn't try to embarrass them or you shouldn't try to give them harsh punishment. They don't want us to, they don't want us to, uh, punishing kids anymore. They don't want us to regulate kids or do any good parenting. This the second time they said this girl was bullying people from what you just told me in this story. So why shouldn't right. the dad go above or beyond to try to correct her behavior? I'm sure he talked to her the first time. I'm sure they talked to her and told her to stop doing it. And she continued to do it. So he got to go to the next step. You can't beat kids no more. You can't physically touch them. You're not allowed to yell at them. You're not allowed to scream at them. So why can't you do a punishment that's not hurting her in the long run? It's not like he put her out there in the middle of the road and let her walk without him being right behind her, following her on the truck. And then five miles to me is not, I mean, it's a long way, but it's not like no extreme amount of gruel punishment that she wouldn't be able to cope with. I can say if you made her walk 50 miles, but five miles to me, 
she her little she probably was a little butterball and she probably needed a little extra steps anyway. Cause that's another thing that's wrong with this country. Too many obese kids. Oh yeah, obesity is an issue. But I, I think I don't think he made her walk the entire five mile at five miles and once. I think she broke it up over three separate trips. But still, like people were and and my thing, I you know, I agree with you. He could have done worse. Uh, the little girl has legs. She's able to walk, so she's using her body as it's supposed to be used. And she had a coat on in the video, so she was fine. She's good. And hopefully, she learned her lesson. But you know, nowadays it's like, you know, everybody's videotaping everything. So look, if you don't want people to comment and criticize, you know, your parenting skills, don't be trying to put it out there and let everybody know. I, you know, I found the father. He did the right thing. So my next story was, of course, everybody has already um, heard about this one, but Kevin Hart. And um, this is like, what is Kevin Hart? Is like your overarching? No, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, oh, let me let me let me uh, backtrack real quick. Let me backtrack real quick. Okay. You know what make me the maddest is when people what? who don't have kids. Not saying you can't give people parental advice when they have kids, but people always want to tell you how to mismanage your children. I'm like, man, if you feel that way about it, why don't you come adopt this mother effer, come raise him yourself, and then give me some stress off my mind that I ain't got to be the one that's doing it. Don't tell me what to do in my household. If I'm not right. a crazy going crazy, abusing the kid, acting like a crazy person, beating them to a bloody pulp, don't tell me what to do unless you're about to come in here and put some food on the table and raise them into a responsible adult. And that's all I had to say about that. Now you can go back to what you were talking about. Who you were talking about, Kevin Hart or Kanye West? Excuse me. No, Kevin Hart. Where his whole the whole ordeal about the um, homophobic comments that he apparently made back in the day. And so as soon as he you know got raised up and was about to host the Oscars, for whatever reason, somebody you know re-released the Twitter statements that he made and like um, pulled up the video that he did or the um, stand-up that about you know gay people and um he ultimately stepped down and you know he said you know what I apologized about this before I'm not apologizing again and you know I'm not gonna host it you know he said it more eloquently than that and then afterward he did come back and like apologize but he said you know you don't believe I can't believe that people don't believe that people can grow and change. Um, but the whole big thing was, is that people were reacting to this story as if this was the first time that it had come up when it had come up before and it caused them to step down. So I know you had personally had some thoughts about, um, you know, when people make it big, people try to, how did you explain it? They, they go back into your past and pull out, pull up dirt oh yeah yeah so that's kind of what i wanted to like talk about in today's episode really was because I, i've seen this pattern over the last definitely over the last year two years three years is that whenever something like really positive happens or somebody is celebrating some type of big accomplishment let's take this kevin hart for um for example he was uh, excited to host the oscars then they, they want to go way back into their past and find something negative just to kind of like pull this person out just so they can have an excuse to cancel them now, as you know, I ain't no big Kevin Hart fan. I never liked Kevin Hart. I don't think he's funny. But I do recognize that he has worked hard to try to build up his craft. And I guess he really was excited about this um, 
you know, hosting this Oscar thing. So for somebody to go back and say something he did eight years ago that's already been addressed to try to pull him on the carpet about it. It's like, who is this person that's doing this? Who is searching through these old tweets? Whose goal in life is to wait until somebody's at the peak or whatever to come and have a moment just so they can say, oh, damn, why are we praising this person? Because they did something negative in the past. Like, who who is this person? Like, is your life so sad that you gotta try to find something to do? And don't get me wrong, I'm not apologizing or making uh, an excuse or ignoring the fact that he said these um, harmful and hateful things to to about gay people or concerning gay people. He should be, you know, called out on this type of stuff. But it's like, why are we talking about something that happened eight years ago now? Especially when they have already addressed it. Like, why are you so excited as the person who? You know, for one, who's doing this, and then why are you so excited to go back and like try to find something negative just to tear a person down? Like, what 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 does that person get out of other than because they don't even name the person who found the tweet in the articles? It's just like they just talk about the tweets and what happened. So, who is this person? Is it, right. is it like the media? Is it like an individual? Why are they so excited to bring this person down? And then like, what do they get out of it when they did? Right. It must be like a list of people who have said like homophobic things and they just got their names on the list and they know and they go back and find the evidence on it. Because I can't see somebody just saying, oh, Kevin Hart's hosting the Oscars. Let me see if he says something about gay people or let me go see if he says something about, you know, this group of people. And then yeah, I can't see it being that way. Like there just must be some ultimate, ultimate uh, list of people who you know, they, whoever the they is, want to hit to make sure that they don't come up. And, you know, and then, but but anyway, like, who cares about the Oscars, really? You know, a couple years ago, and, and I was just reading up a little bit about the whole controversy of it all, but why do we care that Kevin Hart is not hosting the Oscars? Or why does it matter that, you know, he's missing out on this so-called opportunity when a couple years ago the hashtag was Oscars so white because there wasn't any diversity in the films and and the actors that they even acknowledged. So now all of a sudden y'all want to act like he's, you know, about to miss out on this huge opportunity. Nah, he, you know, he'll be good. He'll bounce back. Um, I don't know, but I, like I, I wasn't going to watch it anyway. And I definitely wasn't going to watch it because Kevin Hart was hosting it. And then number three, that's not his crowd anyway. Like, I can't see him, you know, making any jokes that he's he's not a crossover type of person. Like, I can't see him fitting in and having and, and being comfortable in that role or even being funny. So I'm kind of glad that he's not doing it and that he ultimately stepped down. Because I feel like if I ever had to watch it, I would probably be cringing anyway. Like, oh, my God, what is he going to say next? Or, you know, or feel bad for him when his jokes don't land. It, it, yeah, I don't. I, I think you know he'll he'll be all right. He's really not missing out on anything. So, and nobody watches the Oscars anyway. Oh, I mean, definitely he was gonna be corny because he's just corny in general. But I honestly think this might be the the beginning of the end for Kevin Hart, and not just because this particular controversy, but I think he he just didn't too cocky and too big headed. And I'm not saying he shouldn't stand up for himself, but. He, in the last two weeks, had two back-to-back controversies, and his immediate reaction is, I'm not apologizing. I shouldn't have to apologize for nothing. You know, I'm I'm going to do whatever I want to do that's good for me. And I think... What was... What was the other controversy? I only heard about We the, literally um, talked about it on the show. What? 
Oh, the um, Cowboys and Indians thing last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This woman don't even know what's going on the show. That. Anyway, as I was saying, no. as I was, as I was um, saying, anyway, that was before I was rudely interrupted. I, no, I think this is the end for Kevin Hart, though, man. I honestly think that, not the end, but I think he's going to start seeing a decline, man. I think they only let black comedians have one black popular comedian at a time, and they only last for about three or four or five years at a time. If you go back in our lifetime, you had Eddie in the 80s. That kind of transitioned to Martin for a while, kind of transitioned to Dave Chappelle for a while. I'm talking about, like, making movies, not just the stand-up stuff. And then it was like Kevin Hart, not Kevin Hart, Kevin Cat Williams before he blew it on drugs. And then Kevin Hart had been at the top of the game for like the last three or four years. And now that he just getting so big headed and thinking he's just so powerful, I think his downfall won't start coming down. Hmm. Um, I hope not. But just back to your point about the Cowboys and Indians thing, I forgot about that. And that just shows how quickly the news cycle is and how quickly you can forget about things. And how, like, people have short-term memories. People are fickle. He'll have a chance. I don't think that he's gonna, um, you know, fall out of favor. I think he's still he's gonna hit a, a peak, a plateau. Like, it's only only so much more he can do. I mean, his next step is probably like hosting a game show down the road, like Steve Harvey. Like, that's mm-hmm. honestly his next step, and then he'll be done. But um, yeah, yeah. But then, oh, so speaking of Eddie Murphy. So they were saying in the same article that I read, apparently there was some guy who was producing the Oscars back in 2011. I forget his name. It was some white guy. And Eddie Murphy was supposed to be hosting it. And so the same, but with this situation, the producer like made a comment and said the F word, the F-A-G word. And it, and I, I think, I don't know if it was like during, during um, rehearsals or like before the they actually started recording but somewhere along the line the man said fag and people found out about it and so he stepped down from producing the oscars and eddie murphy stepped down like in protest with him um and then eddie murphy went on to win the mark twain prize like a couple years ago so i I won't even call it out and try to say it's like a a racial thing like oh they're just going in on Kevin because he's a young black man trying to you know do his thing because the same thing sort of semi happened with Eddie Murphy because he not that he said the f word but he stepped down in protest with this other guy who did you know say something use um, a homophobic slur and then he bounced back and won like the top prize in comedy or whatever it's called so I don't know people this will all blow over like everything does but you know, it was it was a huge deal. It was like all over the news and everywhere. Like I was tired of hearing about the story, but I just wanted to bring it up for you know chit chat on today. Oh, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. So that was Brett Ratner, the dude who did the Rush Hour movies. But he got a history of being like very toxic and doing a lot of crazy stuff on set. And he was supposed to like be mm-hmm. producing it or direct. I didn't know they had a director. I guess they got a director for all the TV shows. And Eddie was supposed to host it, and he did back out because of Brett Ratner was asked not to do it anymore. And I guess he was only doing it because I don't know if he had a close ties with Brett or whatever it was supposed to be. Right. Yep. So. Oh well, they'll find somebody yeah. else. I mean, but even this Kevin thing is not the only thing that happened. Like a very similar thing happened to uh, the guy who won the Heisman Trophy this year. You heard about this story? 
No. So Kyle Murray, he uh, is the quarterback at um, Oklahoma, University of Oklahoma. He's a very Kyle Murray. He's a very like he was a great college football player this year. And the same thing happened to him. He uh, look a twenty one, I think a twenty one to twenty two year old kid, and he won the Heisman Trophy on Saturday night. And within the same night, they were looking at old tweets from him, but. When he was 14, 15 years old, and he called his friends a bunch of times, he called them queers. Um, and like I said, not to forget, you know, we're not saying it's okay for him to do this, but this kid was 14, 15 years old. He hit the peak of his um, college career. You know, they get the Hollywood Show to the best college football player. And then the same night, within a couple of hours, people are always going out their way to try to find something negative he said. So I'm like, what is that about? I just don't get that part of it. Yeah. Like, cause it's, it's the exact same thing that happened to Kevin Hart, except it happened to this kid. And they talking about the time. All right, well, Kevin Hart, no really excuse. He was a grown man when he said this stuff. This was what eight years ago. He's almost forty years old. But this kid was 14, 15 years old. And I know we're trying to get away from this toxicity, and and we definitely shouldn't have people mocking or making fun of any people, uh, whether it be about their race, their sexual orientation, whatever it may be. But are kids not allowed to be kids anymore and do dumb, goofy stuff without you trying to punish them for it? Now that they are an adult, right? Yeah, I'd say if he was the same night, he was up on stage yelling out all this type of negative stuff. But this was sometimes he was a kid, and not to excuse it, but at what point are we not allowed to do anything or say anything or not learn to grow? Does that exist anymore? You think? Um, I we should be allowed to you know make mistakes like that's part of human nature and we just need to stop overreacting to and so i say this i say this but then i'm gonna like hit you back with something else we should stop overreacting to stuff that people have said in their childhood but what if it was so the this young man who won the heisman was he was he black yes he was black he was black so if it was a white guy and he like and they went back and said that he was saying nigger all over his twitter would you still feel the same way like oh he was only 15 so it doesn't matter or like, i mean that has happened recently too how would you a guy from the um mm-hmm. the, the baltimore ravens he uh he, he i think he about 25 26 now he was he got in trouble because he said some racial stuff in his past when he was a teenager like on twitter so how do you, I mean, how do you, so do you, would you forgive him personally yourself? Like, how do you feel about that it's racial and not based on um, sexuality? No, I feel the same way. I feel like, you know, it's never okay for, for you to make negative comments about somebody's whatever it may be at any point. But I also understand that sometimes when we are kids, we do dumb stuff. We try to impress other people. We maybe have a, a, a messed up mindset because we haven't experienced enough of the world or we have enough experiences with other people to understand their point of views and stuff like that. So for us to try to cancel people or try to get them in trouble for a mindset they may have had before their mind is even fully developed when they're a teenager or younger, I, 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 I don't get down with that unless they're saying something that's like crazy like egregious. And if he had said like, you know, for example, this Kyle, uh, Kyle, Kyle Murray guy, if he was like, oh, I hate, you know, I hate gay people. I want to kill them all. You know, that's one thing. In this situation, he was he wasn't using queer as like a uh, he was saying the word queer, but he wasn't using it in the sense that I hate like I hate people who are queer. He was more along the lines of using it as a as a way that people have been using gay for a while, which is not to mean anything to do with their sexuality, but more like it's lame. And I don't agree that you should use gay as a substitute for lame or corny or whatever it may be, because you know it's still mocking or negatively referencing a group of people, but. I, I mean, I don't know, because it's a difficult thing. Because, you know, 
what they said is wrong, but at the same time, it's like they dumb teenagers. Like they gonna say stupid and dumb stuff, and and now back when we was kids, we said stupid and dumb stuff. It was usually just to another friend, or we may have said it in the classroom setting, and it may have been, you know, twenty people may have heard about it. Now with Twitter, this stuff opened up to the entire world, and that means you open yourself in form of ridicule. So it's like I think it's like a double edged sword. It's like maybe it will improve people in the sense that they'll stop saying this stuff altogether because they're had this fear that it'll come out later down the line, but it may mean people to the extreme that now you end up in situations where like we get so PC, people get tired of us being PC, and then you get something like 45 in the office because people are just so tired of you telling them they can't have this or they can't do this, and then you get a person who just says whatever they want to say, and people flock to him because they're like, oh, he's so open-minded, and he doesn't afraid of being PC, or he isn't afraid to uh Say what is on his mind, and then people love that type of stuff because it's not something that's found regularly in society anymore. Right, right. So, I mean, what happened? Did the boy end up having to give the trophy back, or did he have to issue an apology? I'm, I wasn't familiar with the story. Oh, no, he didn't have to give the trophy back. You know, he won the trophy fair square. He did issue an apology, like most people do. Uh, you know, he wasn't like, like Kevin Hart, before he apologized, was like very defined, like adamant that he was going to apologize. Before ultimately like doing it like the right next day. No, this kid just said, you know, um, that's not my belief system. I said some dumb stuff when I was a teenager. And like I said, it wasn't as big a story. I don't I don't think many people outside of the sports world probably even heard about it if you aren't like familiar with the sports thing. But I remember because I was out Saturday night and I was like, oh, they're giving out the Heisman today. And before I made it home that night, um, I think they give the Heisman random like eight or nine. Before I made it home that night, I came home about one o'clock in the morning. The story was already out that he had made these comments and people were already on his ass about it. Yeah, and people always looking for bad news and, and trying to, you know, bring somebody down. So yeah, that that's a good question. I wonder who, who the dirt diggers uppers digger uppers are. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Oh well. Poor soul. Oh anyway. yeah, he's gonna be alright though. I mean he uh already has been uh, selected to play baseball. He may still play NFL pro football, so we'll see. I mean, I don't think it's going to ultimately hurt this guy's career, but I mean, it's just shocking to me or like crazy to me that like anytime somebody gets praised for anything, especially on a, on a large scale, that somebody just wants to break him down. And I don't know if we have come to a point in this society where we are overly policing people and like we are just either looking for shine, the shine it gets from busting these people out. And the attention that comes from that, or we are just going to a society that is just like, you know, over the top when it comes to like anything you say is bust. It's about, right, it's about busting people out, trying to embarrass people, and, you know, trying to go viral. So that's that's what I think. Just like that um, video from the other day with the guy who, when, I don't even know what state it was, but it was a little boy in a daycare, and apparently he was dressing up in a dress, and his mother didn't want that to happen, and so she ended up telling the father to go to the daycare and like talk to the to the principal or the school teacher, and so the grandfather went into the daycare and he had his camera out and he's recording to the you know talking to the teacher and he's like why are you you know why are you letting my grandson wear a dress. And so she was like, hand, trying to say, you know what, don't, you can't talk to me, go talk to the principal. And he was like raising his voice. This is, mind you, this is a 
classroom full of preschoolers and he's, you know, kind of, his voice is loud and he's being forceful with the teacher. And he says something about, this is going to go viral. And I was like, sir, what are you concerned about? Are you concerned about trying to go viral or are you really upset that your two-year-old son is wearing a dress? So it's just like everybody's just out to for the little 15 minutes of fame, I think, and then also just to bring other people down. But this is just going, um, talking about football, you know what got on my nerves this week? This this meme or this picture of um, RG3 and his wife or his girlfriend, everybody is going in on this man's hairline, talking about he shouldn't have left the house and that he's looking all crazy. And I'm like, it's not that deep. Like, why? It's just everybody is just so negative and just trying to just tear everybody down over like the smallest, smallest detail. Like, why do, why do you care what this man's haircut look like? Like, you're not married to him. You're not dating him. You know, obviously his little, his little wife, girlfriend, whatever she is, she like it. So mind your business. But it was like such a big deal. And I just kept getting annoyed with all that RG3 hairline stuff. Oh my gosh, I Googled it while you were telling me that. Nah, he deserved to get roasted for this picture, man. (laughs) Look at him. Bro, look at him. To me, I I didn't, I mean, I don't know. Like, I know what a a nice hairline looks like, but it wasn't like like that, that bad. People be going in like that. And I think people were just snowball. You know, I know people were trying to have fun and stuff, but they probably hurt that man's feelings. And everybody had to have have the next best joke on this man's hairline. I'm just like, Lord, please. What is wrong with the world? What is wrong? Oh, here's some of the best ones in this quick little second. Somebody said the Bob Alanima or the Walmart gift card. The barber lined him up with a Walmart gift card. Audrey? RG3, I see you. It said RG3 looks like he brushes his head with a brick. (laughs) That is so Oh, uh, no. What do you, why do you take this picture? A comedian. Like, it's like he don't got a face, like a ladder across the front. The sides all bunched up together. Don't look like he had, he's seen a brush in his life. I mean, I'm glad he got rid of those straight backs that he had for years, those cornrows, because those was tied too, but this, this boy looks like a fool. He got a, he, he looked like he has soft hair and he got all of it. I mean, he look, okay, don't mind he bald enough like that, but that thing, yeah, he, he could have did a little better job than this, man. Maybe he don't, I wonder where he lives now. He like, what's going on in his life? Maybe he, he lives in Baltimore. Baltimore. He lives in the Baltimore area. Oh my God. Oh, so he needs, he, you know, I'm not even going to say he needs to get with a barber. Do you think it's more to life? You need to call up a, a Baltimore owns Rob Jackson to tell him where the best barber is. <laughs> that might need oh, help. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he look at all types of messed up. Oh my God, you should have never told me about this right now. Keep it together, pull it together. We have a professional. Oh my God, he look a mess. It's just like a big patch missing from the side of it, though. That's funny. They talk about this Christmas car. <laughs> I guess I'm since Christmas car. <laughs> oh, bruh. At least ain't a forty year old man with them with them cornrows like my um. Actually, my uncle in his fifties still got them cornrows, looking like a plum dum dum dum. 
He got no. the cornrows and he got the um the lean back hairline. He got this. He ain't as he ain't as bad as Stevie Wonder, but he getting it. That's why he always got a uh. Oh, so he always got a um a scully on. It's long in the back, short in the front. My thing is, if I was a man and I was going bald, like um how George Jefferson was, how you get bald on the top and have your hair on the sides, I would just cut it all off. Like, why hold on to it? Just, just well, it as a man who is follically challenged and heading down that road every day, uh, the the real answer in me why I don't just why why I, I don't do it is because it's a lot of effort to cut your hair that much. Like you will have to like shave it like every day, and that's a lot of work. And for me. I can't shave my head because if I do, it get, my skin get irritated and like a rash will break out on my head if I try to shave it with like a razor. So all I can really do is cut it once a week just with work clippers as low as I can. Um, but even that, I'm only going to do it once a week because if I try to do that every day, it's going to really, really irritate my scalp. So that may be real for other people. Then that's why I don't do it, even though uh, my hairline is um, leaving me. So I shouldn't even be talking about RG3. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, to each his own little opinion. But speaking of that, there's this guy, he was on TV the other day, too. Um, He's based in Maryland. His name is Wade Menendez, and he makes hair pieces for, like, men. So he, on all over his Instagram, um, is he's Wade the Barber. He has, like, before and after pictures of men who are bald, and then he installs, like, a toupee of sorts or something on these people's head. And you cannot even tell the difference. It's actually amazing. I think he, he might have invented the technique. And he was on, um, I think he was on some Sunday morning news show the other day. So he's making a name. He's real, like he works with um, celebrities and stuff. And has a couple of shops open here in Maryland. But um, anybody who's listening who was struggling with uh, their follicles and would like to get a, um, a male hair piece, you should probably check out Wade the Barber. On uh, so you you would date a man with a um a, with that that guy. that uh the weave the the fake weave you don't run your fingers through it I would it looks it looks so real it looks so real that I wouldn't even know so it's not like like if I met a guy who actually had that the way that it looks I wouldn't even know so I wouldn't care but like if he I mean and I would expect that it would be the same thing for me like if I was a woman who like got weaves and had my hair braided down underneath it. And then when I came home one day and I don't have my hair in, like I would expect for you to still, you know, accept me and, and want to be with me. It's just hair. So I would be the same way for him if I came home one day and he was bald, um, but he had hair yesterday. Like uh, I would, I would accept that. Yeah. And I think it's a pretty cool like invention. Like if you check out some of the before and afters, it's really amazing. And I think it stays like, we can stay for like two, three months at a time. Um, the prices range, and he does it for. I, I'm up here giving this man a whole advertisement, but I was really um impressed by it. So, check it out. But yeah, I would I would totally do it. Would you do it? You said that you're follically challenged. So, would you uh, get a hair? Uh, do he got a version of waves? I want the 360 waves. If they don't got the 360 waves, I'm not gonna do it. He pro- I mean, he probably could. I don't. I, I don't need know. A, I need the low cut seeds with the deep waves. So I'm not into it. Okay. Nah, okay. I, I don't think I, I. I don't think I would get the weave or the the head piece. I'm good. I just cut it low, keep it low. But I think but, but I think that it's more of like that's more drastic of a change in my opinion than like 
women getting weaves and like different colors and stuff because like you going from no hair to I got a head full of hair like that's different than my hair's to my shoulders and now it's down to my butt or you know now it's a different color but still you know I'm not hating um but it I'm not hating on it at all but that was just like sidebar I know we going off task but when I you that's why you wear wore your hat all the time and I never knew why. And it used to get on my nerves when you would never take your hat off. No, no, that's not why. I just wear my hat because it's my style. It ain't got nothing to do with that. I was wearing the hat when I had a full head of hair oh. since I'm like 18 years old. I've been wearing a hat. So no, it wasn't that at all. And when you knew oh. me back then, I, I had a hair. I had plenty of hair. So what are you talking about? You're just making up lies. Oh. No, I'm not. I, but even like after that, like I, I feel like after we kind of like fell out and got back friends again I noticed that you you know your hair was different but you would never take your hat off so maybe I didn't know all along I just assumed that you wore your hat because you were you know that's how you felt about it but yeah you did have hair back in the day but I don't know but that day you said no you you always wear your daggone hat take your daggone hat off nah that's just my style that's just how I look I look good with the hat on I look good without the hat too but I just look good with the hat that had just been my thing since I was like a teenager. Okay. And some people lie. Some people say we get that false thing that the reason if you wear a hat a lot, then you, your hair will fall out, but that's not true. That's the old urban nutshell. Hmm. I guess you would know, sir. I don't know. I don't know. Man, I don't got nothing else. I think we talked about it all. Moral long story short, moral of the story. Stop trying to get everybody in trouble. Stop digging into everybody's past because if you dig, of course, you're going to find something negative. If you don't wait until they get to the pinnacle and start doing it, like, if don't bring up, don't tell me nothing about nothing but something somebody did seven, eight years ago. I don't care about it. I'm not going to stop canceling them just because you tell me to. Uh, also, stop being stupid. Stop posting crazy stuff on Twitter. I know you're just doing it for fun and you think it's funny in games, but it could come back to bite you in the end. I think Twitter might end up not, not being anything in the future because people are going to be too afraid to put anything on there because they're scared they're going to get in trouble. So that's all I got to say about that. They're going to start using... They're going to use Twitter and Instagram and go back on everybody and start locking people up. I, I can see it now. I can see it now. I would be... And there's like some things that I've... Just my little final thoughts. There's some things that I've said you know, maybe not on Twitter, but like if somebody had written down like everything that I've ever said in my life and then somebody, and then somehow the public was granted access to it, like I would be embarrassed and ashamed for some of the, the things that I said. But to your point earlier, like we're allowed to make mistakes and to Kevin's point, people change and they do grow. Um, but yeah, I would be, I, I would be afraid, you know, the direction that this is going that, you know, it starts with celebrities. What if it starts happening to everyday people? So I don't know. And I think we've all, every single person on this earth have, has said something they've regretted. Um, so people in glass houses should not throw stones. You know who they need to lock up? I got to say. RG3 Bob. I mean, you, you're definitely right. I think we 99% of people on earth have probably said something negative, inappropriate, or something that could get them in trouble when they, you know, at some point in their lives. And if you're going to get caught off everything you ever did and said, you know, then ain't going to be much fun because there ain't going to be too many more people left that you can interact with. But still, watch, you know, you still got to watch what you say. When we're in a new society. Things that you used to be able to get away with, you can't get away with anymore. And 
I think ultimately that's still it's still for the best where you know things that used to be able to mock people you can't mock find another way to be funny if 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 your only joke is to talk about somebody's race or sexual orientation then you're not that funny to begin with you got to find other things you can make and laugh and joke about right right are any other thing you want to talk about any shout outs any happy well this is our last show before the christmas holiday so if you celebrate christmas merry christmas i think it might be hanukkah is over so happy hanukkah kwanzaa is coming up your favorite holiday you love kwanzaa so shout out to them don't right, what's the right. uh seven days of kwanzaa uh umoja kaguchi kala unity nia I'm gonna hold my job. Remember how disappointed you were when you found out the dude who created Kwanzaa was a rapist and a abuser? Yes, it was only a year ago. How so I shout out to y'all. Uh, housekeeping stuff. I don't know. We haven't talked about it fully, but there may not be a show next. Well, a regular show. If there is a show, we may do it. I don't know. We haven't talked about it. Um, if there isn't a real show, there will be a mini show. Where I, because we will be leading up into the New Year's Eve, talk about one of my most interesting New Year's Eve. With, will Christy be involved? I don't know. We haven't decided yet. And that's all. Any last thoughts from you? All right, you can find. Nope, nope, nope. What you gonna so, say? So what? I was gonna say, tell them. Oh, uh, okay. Find you can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find great podcasts. Please do us a small favor. Like, rate, review, and subscribe if you already have it. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You can also find us on Instagram, the POP Podcast, or send us those emails at the POP Podcast at gmail.com. So this has been your boy Carlos D, and I'm signing off. And it's 15. Thank you for being.